Hey guys, welcome into another episode of the Three Fever Point After Podcast. The hour-long show of Friday Football Fever is over, but we're still going here on the Point After Podcast. We'll bring in Coach Jeff Harper with Gunslinger Quarterback Academy. I know he's been busy, but we're going to have a very busy weekend in the Superdome, so we thought we got to do an episode to talk about the big games we've got coming up this weekend from New Orleans. Starting the day this episode comes out on Thursday, it's going to be Homer against Oak Grove to kick things off for us. They're kicking off the whole weekend. Coach, before we get there, I'd ask, how are you? I know you've got a lot of uh, quarterbacks coming in to get some work in. Yeah, uh, doing good. Um, you know, just trying to uh, manage a, a little bit of this uh, off-season schedule already. It's kind of, kind of hectic, but um, enjoying it and getting to, uh, getting to see guys I haven't seen in a while and uh, at the same time get to work with new people. So uh, it's, it's, going, it's going really well. No, we certainly love that. It's uh, quite the experience for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, when, when Coach Harper has these quarterbacks in, they're working on some pretty uh, high-level stuff, um, more than the stuff that you saw me learn a couple years ago, the uh, DAC hip thing there. Still have not uh, perfected that uh, skill. So uh, No comment. <laughs> Let's start. Uh, Homer Oak Grove, man. Uh, Homer, you know, right back here in the Dome. Uh, they played a tough regular season schedule. We did talk about that a bit last week. Oak Grove, though, they took it to Haynesville a week ago in the semis. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? Well, uh, Oak Grove is really good, and uh, they, they've added a, a passing attack to uh, what they do really well in the run game already. So um, they, they, they're really good in all three phases of the game, and, and uh, you know, they, they're very physical. So big, big, big offensive and defensive linemen, um, you know, very athletic. Uh, but Homer's a – Homer's a champion, and uh, they, they've showed that so far this year. And, and um, they've got the athletes, and it's it's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun game. In fact, we're leaving at eight in the morning to get down there because I want to see that game. Yeah, Daniel's actually heading down there right now. We heard from Coach Casey in our six o'clock show on Wednesday uh, on the bus. He zoomed in from the bus, and uh, they had a really big send off down there or over there in Homer. And I know they're very excited for that. And you know, from what I've, I've seen from from the show, seeing their highlights and talking to Coach Casey. Very calm. Uh, even on the bus today, you know, they know what to expect now. It was last year. It had been, you know, forever since they had been down there. And um, they're feeling pretty prepared, and I think it's going to be a heck of a way to start things off. And, of course, we're rooting for those Pelicans to bring home yet another state title here to North Louisiana. A lot of North Louisiana teams in, in the Superdome this year. I think North Louisiana leads the state in terms of uh, teams down there. And, of course, another big one that we're going to have our eyes on is Ruston. Back for the first time since 1999, the top seed in Division One playing Destrehan. I mean, I got a few things I want to ask you about Ruston, but first, uh, what do you think about their matchup with Destrehan? Well, I think they're they match up very well. Um, size, speed. Um, both teams are physical. Uh, Ruston can control the line of scrimmage really well with their run game, and uh, they're really good on special teams. Uh, defensively, they're a problem. They get really good uh, pressure with their ends, and uh, their their backers play well in the box. And uh, they have the skill guys that can go out and match up with. Uh, with anybody, anybody skill guys. So, um, you know, th that game is going to be a, an interesting one to watch because I haven't gotten to see Destrahan this year, but, um, you know, just knowing what they bring to the table, uh, you know, they're always really good. And so, um, you know, that, that game, I, I don't know, you know uh, how I feel about it other than the fact that I know that this is an incredible Rustin team that's battle-tested, that's overcome, uh, you know, the, the big hurdles of having to beat, you know, uh, West Monroe and, and then turn around and, and um, you know, win a, a home uh, semifinal game. I mean, they, they've they've done a lot of 
really good things. And so this will be uh, this will be a war uh, this weekend. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I think. Uh, the thing about Russin that stands out to me, we did talk about it in our six o'clock show Wednesday, the coaching staff that Jared Ball has has built there. You got Broderick Fobbs, you, you got Kyle Williams, you got another NFL, former NFL player on that. I mean, how big can that be when you get to these moments where, yeah, the players haven't experienced this, but I mean, these coaches, they've essentially seen it all. Well, I mean, you have Kyle Williams who played in the NFL uh, running your defense. Uh, I mean, it, you know, you've got a lot of a lot of coaching experience, but you got a lot of high level coaching experience, and a hundred percent buy in from all their players. And so, you could have a great coaching staff and and not have buy in from your from your team and not be very good, even if you're talented. But um, you know, Coach Ball and his staff have have uh, they've done a great job this year. And um, you know, any time that you get to uh, you, you get to go against somebody that's played in the NFL. Uh, like Kyle Williams and had a very good career and uh, a great college career. Um, you're, you're matching wits with guys that, that got paid to do it on Sundays at the highest level. So, um, you know, his defense is going to be well coached and, and you know that the, uh, the special teams are going to be really good for Rustin. And, um, you know, Rustin does what Rustin does. They line up, they run the ball really well. Uh, they play action. They put their quarterback, quarterback in space and let him make plays with his feet. Um, so, you know, there's one thing you can guarantee – Regardless of how long it's been since Rustin's uh, made it to the Dome, um, they will be coached up and ready to go. When you mentioned buy-in, I remember uh, many years ago when, when Coach Fobbs was leading Grambling, we did a uh, mic'd him up during a practice. And uh, yeah, I can see why kids would want to buy into that. He was, uh, I was, had that headset in. I was getting fired up listening to him talk. So um, he's one of the all-time best that we've ever worked with and excited to see him down in the Dome as well. So, um, yeah, that one's I'm pulling for us, and obviously, you know, we can be homers now. It's uh, it's state championship time, and um, I Absolutely. just I think that they've just answered every test so far, and I would be shocked if they didn't answer this one as well. So, I'm um, looking forward to that, and that brings us to Saturday, and that is for us locally, that's the biggest day of them all. Starting, of course, with North DeSoto for the first time ever in the state championship, taking on Lutcher. Um, for North DeSoto, I mean, it's a team that we've discussed at length here on this show. Um, we thought that this was a possibility. They really were dominant against the top seed Iowa on the road last week. Uh, talk to me about Dennis Dunn and just the job that he has accomplished there with this Griffin program. No, he's he's one of the best that's ever done it in Louisiana high school history. I saw a, a um, post the other day that he's, I think he's been to the Dome, uh, I don't know, 12 times or something like that. I think he's 10 and one um or or 11 and one in, in dome appearances so uh you know it's just insane what what he's accomplished at his time you know there at evangel and even winning a national title um and then you know going to coaching college and coming back and here he is he's he's taking north of soda from uh you know a program that was winning district championships under uh coach ab and coach ab really kind of rebooted that whole program to um, now uh, put his stamp on it and uh, you know just a few years ago they weren't winning many games with some good talent but now they've put it together with a great staff and uh, really good scheme on both sides of the ball and um, even with a freshman quarterback it doesn't matter he's so he's so coached up uh, he knows what to do and he knows how to run the system it's it's very impressive uh, what coach Dunn has, has accomplished and he's not done, uh, and no, no pun intended. Uh, but he, he is not, he's not finished. Um, he, he wants this, he wants this state title, and, and I believe that 
um, they're they're just getting started there uh, in Stonewall. Well, you know, I, I do listen sometimes when you talk, and you've said a lot on this show, two things that, that, that travel in the playoffs, running game and defense, and they've got that in spades. Thunder and Lightning, two 1,000-yard rushers. The defense has been just lights out on this run. Um, what do you think against Lutcher? I know that's going to be a tough one, but, I, I, you know, the heart tells me, go Griffins. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I think that they've, they've uh, you know, made it this far. They've got the the the, uh, the ability they have the scheme they've got the buy-in uh their kids are healthy they're ready to go i think that uh, anything happens down there in the dome and you turn the bright lights on dennis dunn has got plenty of experience under those lights winning games against you know uh the 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 john curtis's and the west monroe's and you know big time football program so uh, there's nothing in that game that he hasn't seen or experienced and, and he'll be able to calm them down uh they'll have a routine for that uh, you know, game day and this weekend, you know, the walkthrough process, the preparation, the team meals, all that. He's going to know what to say, what to do, what buttons to push. Um, and, and he's, I'm sure, lined out his coaching staff exactly how he wants things to go. So, um, you know, I, I do give uh, Coach Dunn and the North Dakota Griffins the edge just because he's the guy calling the shots. Um, and when you've got one of the best to ever do it, um, you know, running the show, uh, you, you got to like your chances. Plus, they're really good on defense. They can run the football. They got a quarterback that can throw it. Uh, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, uh, we're so fired up for them. Uh, we're, we'll be at their send off party Thursday morning as they take off uh, down to New Orleans. And of course, Daniel will be there for the game Saturday. And then after that one, we have, I think, probably the matchup most in the state that don't have a rooting interest want to watch. Manny, oh, yeah. Union Parish, Tackett Curtis, Trey Holly. Wow. I mean, this is uh doesn't get much better than this. No, this is a this is a title fight. I mean, it's this 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 is the fight in Spataforas versus uh, you know, <laughs> Jess, the body Curtis and, and the Manny Tigers. I mean, uh, you know, Jess is that we've texted back and forth this week a little bit. He's ready to go. Um, you know, he's his mind is 100% focused on what he's got to do and his, his guys got to do. Um, he is, he's got the, uh, the motivation, uh, cause you know, union came to Manny last year and beat them uh, on their home turf. I think week one. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I, I work with, uh, coach Spat's son, uh, Chase, who, uh, was a quarterback there and, uh, one heck of a football coach played baseball at, uh, at LSUS. Uh, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fond of, the Spataforas, but I'm pulling for the Manny Tigers just because my two years at Red River, uh, I've gotten to become good friends with Jess, and uh, uh, he is—he's a—he's a salesman. He knows how to sell a contest. He knows uh, how to—he he, can—he can get the pay-per-views uh, for this and stand alone. You got Trey Harley on the offensive side of the ball for Union Parish, and then you're getting Tackett Curtis on the defensive side for Manny, and so. Um, I think that it's going to be a fantastic game. It will be very physical. There's no question. Uh, it will be more physical than Sterlington and Union was last year because of the style of football that Manny plays. Um, Manny is unbelievable on defense. Uh, St. James learned that this week, you know, this past week. Uh, and so um, what what Union does is they run the ball and uh, they're very physical and they believe in, uh, in what they're doing. And, um, you know, Trey Holly is a difference maker, uh, so it's going to be fun, man. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm pulling for Jess and uh, and Manny. I want to see him. I want to see him win it, especially Tackett senior year. Uh, it's a, you know it's a classic group of guys over there, 
Um, and uh, I think that it's going to be the funnest game of the weekend to watch for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to, so many layers of this onion to, to peel when you look at this game. And I would warn anyone traveling to New Orleans this weekend, if you feel the ground shake on Saturday, it's because <laughs> Tackett and Trey have run into each other at full speed. Um, my goodness, I know everyone's so excited to see that. Um, we uh, heard from Coach Spat uh, from our friends at KNOE earlier this week. And um, he told a story about how uh, the first time he ever really got, was around Jess Curtis was uh, at, a, at a little uh, all-star game. And Coach Curtis, the uh, Spats side had pizza delivered before Coach Curtis's side. Coach Curtis went over the sidelines, stole the pizza, brought it back, sent a picture of it to Spat and said, come and get it. So um, mm -hmm. I think that's kind of sums up perfectly the type of uh, competitors we're going to see in this game. Oh, man. And listen, Spat messes with Jess. Um, quite often, and we're I think we're at the all district meeting, and Jess was sitting uh, at the end of the table. I was sitting right next to him, and and Spat's calling him in the middle of our all district meeting. I think it was probably just to talk smack about you know their opponent <laughs> that week, and uh, I think I think uh, last week Spat was like, "Don't you choke this week against St. James? You know we're ready for y'all in the we're ready to meet y'all in the dome." And so it is going to be a prize fight. It is going to be. Uh, you know, the the battle on Bourbon Street, uh, it is going to be one awesome football game. The the two best, um, you know, in this area uh, when it comes to their style of football and the recruits and uh, the type of coaches. I mean, they're, they're the same type coach, physical, you know, in your face. Uh, you know, they win the ball game in the weight room in the offseason. Um, it is going to be uh, it's going to be an unbelievable matchup. And this is the one game that I really was hoping that I would get to see, um, you know, going down this year. Uh, Manny and Amit last year was a great game, uh, you know, but in, in Sterlington and Union was a great game. Both teams lost heartbreakers and somebody uh, is has got to has got to win it this year. And so um, it's going to be it's going to be fun, man. Oh yeah, three and three—the all-time record between the two schools—and I mean, what better, what better spot for the rubber match than uh, right here for all the marbles? So, yeah, I, I know Daniel's shooting that game for us. He's—that's all he's been talking about all week. And um, so, yeah, we got three straight days of state championships with Arklatex teams. That is just—I I can't tell you the last time we've had this type of showing in the dome. So we are just so fired up. I know you got to get going soon, but I did want to ask one thing, uh, kind of related. Something that I've just seen a lot on the national end, and I wanted to get a high school coach's perspective on it. Um, you may know where I'm going. It's the transfer portal. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of talk about uh, the impact it even has on high school recruiting. Uh, you've got hundreds of kids, uh, you know, in one day entering the portal. Um, from from you guys' perspective, uh, what do you think of it, and how much does it impact, you know, you guys and your effort of trying to get your kids to the next level? Well, I mean, it's there's two sides to it. You know, you, you want to see uh, a college kid, um, you know, have the opportunity to, to advance their their uh, playing career and at the same time get an education. And if they choose to go to a program and a coach leaves, you know, and it doesn't they're not a fit in that program anymore, it makes sense for a kid to transfer. Um, I don't really know, um, you know, how this is going to work long term, and I hope this isn't what we're going to see uh, moving forward, but. You know, COVID messed things up, and then the transfer portal, the way that it's gone now, is just it's it's just insane. Uh, it's affected high school uh, re recruiting. In fact, you know, I've I've talked to several uh, college coaches that recruit some of our guys, and um, you know, your bigger programs, your FCS and your your um, 
your FBS schools, your D1 schools, you know, they're going to recruit the portal first because those kids have got a year of college experience under their belt and they're a little safer than taking a high school kid because they've had a full, you know, um, you know, off season uh, at, at the at the college that they were at before. And they understand the grind and the schedule and uh, the demands of playing, um, you know, collegiate football. And so uh, it, it it's they've you know, I've heard some say that it's safer. I've also heard uh, coaches say that they're going to they're going to continue to recruit the high school kids first and then they'll go get uh, the portal kids. And so every coach has their philosophy. But, yes, there is. Um, there's some uh, some damage that's been done to you know especially your 22s and your 23s that were affected by COVID because you get that sixth year of eligibility that COVID year and then you add the transfer portal onto it it's like uh, people that shouldn't be you know eligible to play college ball are still there uh, and oh yeah by the way um, they they now can transfer uh, you know without penalty so um, there, there's a you can ask anybody I mean I think you could bring Reynolds on you could bring uh, you know, Jason Brotherton on, you could, you could bring Tackett, you know, and, and Jess on and, and they'll all tell you something different because uh, every coach has got their opinion, their philosophy. But yes, when you have um, over 8,000 kids in the transfer portal, um, you know, a, a kid who's fighting, you know, because he's three behind somebody, when you get in the portal, now you're, you're behind every single person that got in before you and every person's going to get behind you. And, and then do you even have a relationship with some of these other programs? Uh, and so it's, you know, it is to me, it's it's uh, it's a gamble. Um, and so I, that's why we're really, you know, trying to get our guys to find the best college uh, that has a degree program that 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 they want to go into. Um, you know, can they handle the demands and the rigor of uh, of college life and college athletics? You know, we, we really don't want to see our guys go into debt, especially when you're, you're working with kids that don't have the means. Um, and then, you know, do you fit? in that program do, do, do you feel like you have a good relationship with your position coach and and the head coach there and the staff and have you asked the right questions you know do they see themselves long term there it doesn't matter what answers they give you it just helps you make your decision because you know college coaches um you know they get job offers and they're you know they've got this great grandiose vision of what they're going to do and then you know the next year they're going to the next job and so um, you know, they've got to make the best decision and uh, the most informed decision. And there's more that goes into it than to than just, you know, um, what position you're playing and, and what offense or defense they run. You know, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. And so um, the, the portal has changed the game for college uh, football in general. But it definitely you know, it definitely hurts the local recruits because there's not as many spots yeah. available for college scholarship, you know, opportunities. And then roster spots. You're fighting uh, for roster spots when you have all those kids that are in the portal, and and, and then you have the COVID year on top of that, where they have extended uh, extended year of eligibility. So it's a long answer, but uh, you know it's it's what we're dealing with right now when we're talking to coaches for sure. Yeah, for example, you see Stetson Bennett at Georgia, Heisman finalist this year. He's older than Lamar Jackson, who is entering like in year five in the NFL. So it is certainly a, a unique time in the world of football and um, the ever changing landscape of both college and high school football. Part of the reason why we love it so much. It's so unpredictable and um, nothing like it. Well, Coach, I promised you 20 minutes, and we are right at that 20-minute mark. So before I go, one last question. You're going to be down on the dome. Daniel needs a little help manning the camera. We're going to pass it off to you. Okay. 
I'll be glad to help Daniel whatever he needs. Well, he's going to need a lot of help. He's going to be busy, busy, busy. He usually goes <laughs> down for one or two. He's got four to deal with. So, um, yeah, we might hit you up. That'll be uh, that'll be fun. But um, congratulations to Eli, of course. Big honor for him this weekend. And you guys be safe and have a good time down there in the Big Easy. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. All right. That's Jeff Harper, one of the best of the best. Hey, guys, we do appreciate you listening to our show every week. We'll be back next week with hopefully a lot of reasons to celebrate across the Arklatex. You've been listening to another episode of the Three Fever Point After Podcast.